I'm Martine Powers. It's Saturday, October 31st. Today, we're bringing you a bonus episode of our show. Um, okay, so let's start by having you say uh, who you are and what you do. I'm Maura Judkis, and I'm a reporter for the Style Section. So this thing that you wrote about, what is it? What does it look like? Just describe it for me. It's really ominous looking. Like it just looks like something out of like some like post-apocalyptic movie. Like you look outside and it's just like the worst thing you could possibly see. If you see him where he was on the side yard, it's almost like he's watching over the property. He's like a Mm -hmm. protector almost. It's very simple and yet very absurd. It's gigantic. Like you can, you if you stand underneath of them, you're like literally under, like between their legs, like standing their hip bone above your head. When you hear twelve feet, you think twelve feet. People don't realize like until you see them, you just don't realize how big they are, even though twelve feet explains it. <laughs> it's just a twelve foot tall skeleton, plastic skeleton from the Home Depot. You can see the eyes from. You know, from outside when it starts. The eyes on the skeleton move. And then they do blink, and they don't technically follow you, but it looks like they're looking around. And I'm driving up, and I see this thing illuminated, and I couldn't stop cackling. It was was pretty unbelievable. I also feel like I just need to look this up online. Um... (laughs) HomeDepot.com, Home Accents Holiday 12-foot giant-sized skeleton with life eyes. Life eyes is one word. Life eyes, yeah. $299. Mm-hmm. How to get it? This item is unavailable at your nearest store. Out of stock online. Yeah. Wow. Yep, it's been gone for a while. To the heartbreak of America. I saw that Home Depot was going to be releasing this. 12-foot tall skeleton, and I was, like, so excited, but I figured it would be way, way, way too high for me to buy. When you see the Halloween skeleton decorations, like, they tend to be actual human-sized, but this one is a giant, and so they became, you know, it's almost like the Tickle Me Elmo craze. Like, everyone needed to have a giant skeleton. I have to have that if I can get it. Wait, so, so can I ask, did this did this skeleton, was this like on the market before this year or is this like a new skeleton that Home Depot was offering this year, like the gigantic 12-foot skeleton? Yeah, it's brand new. It's like a new product. Um, you know, once the skeleton began selling out, I learned that people were going to pretty absurd lengths to get one. You know, we tried to um, buy it locally, you know, anywhere, anywhere within Minnesota. And we mm-hmm. didn't find it. I spoke with one man who they sold out in Minnesota. And so he decided to drive to Orlando, Florida to get his skeleton. So, so we checked every state along the way down to Florida to see if any was, was available. Um, which was a 26-hour drive. I've heard from people who called every single Home Depot in their state. We looked around at all of the Home Depots about 250 miles each way from Nashville, and they were all sold out. There are people who had to persuade sales managers to sell them the floor model, um, like the the decorative one that's in the store. And, you know, people 
have gone to these kind of crazy chases to get these skeletons. I spoke with this one man, um, Justin Draper, who lives in Ohio, and he learned that one of the last skeletons available in Ohio was at a Home Depot 70 miles away. When I first started out on the trip, I had no idea that they even had it in stock. So Mm -hmm. I was basically driving, you know, an hour and a half to maybe possibly get absolutely nothing. He had called all of his local Home Depots, and they were all out of the skeleton. And he kept calling further and further out. And he finally found a store 70 miles away. I was kind of torn at the beginning. But then when my phone rang, then my my heart started going. And I started saying to myself, okay, uh, this could be real. You know, this could be real. They were going to receive a delivery that would include one skeleton and that other people had made inquiries about it already and that it would go to the first person to get to the store. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm on my way already. So did you break any laws? Like, did you speed? How fast uh, did you I adhere to the speed limit. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, I won't say that I didn't go maybe a couple miles an hour over, like set the speed limit to like, you know, instead of 65, it might have been like 67, 68. He like screeched into this Home Depot parking lot. The door was open before I even put the car in park. Ran into the store. And to my relief. He managed to be the first one there. The girl at the front counter was all happy. It's like, are you Justin? I was like, yes. And he said that as he was checking out, like several other people ran into the store. Oh my God breathlessly asking about the skeleton and were told that it had already been sold and they were very disappointed. That's not even the craziest part, which is that um, some people, you know, realized that the skeleton was valuable and that everyone wanted it. And so if they were lucky enough to have bought more than one, then they started to flip them on eBay. And, you know, there they are commanding prices of, you know, about $1,500 for a skeleton that originally cost $300. Uh, And people are willingly paying $1,500 for a giant plastic skeleton. So I spoke with a woman who lives outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and she runs a small kind of like farm market, pumpkin patch, like little child haunted attraction. We do uh, what's called the spooky pumpkin patch. And she got a skeleton. Mr. Uh, skeleton was part of that this year. <laughs> First of all, uh, she had this insane dispute with her neighbor who came up to her farm market, saw the skeleton, and believed that it was a symbol of, of um, this woman worshiping Satan. He feels that we kind of are in a cult. And uh, started to complain that um, that the skeleton was a symbol of devil worship and that it needed to be taken down. He said, "He said wow. that remind me of being in in some kind of cult. You know, like that's that's a dead human being, and you have him on display for the whole world to see. <laughs> like." It's, it's a Halloween prop, dude. I was like, it's just a Halloween prop. Um, so she's dealing with that. And then on the other hand, she's dealing with people who love this skeleton so much and realize that it's valuable. And so at one point, um, one of her customers offered her $4,000 for the skeleton. Oh, my God. $4,000. <laughs> Literally, he said he took out his checkbook and he was like, I will give you 4000 He was from Pittsburgh, too. I'll give you $4,000 <laughs> right now for that skeleton. And my husband looked at me and I was like, don't you dare. <laughs> Because I know my husband was tempted. I was like, I'll kill you. (laughs) What do people do with these skeletons? They just, like, put them up in their front yard and just, (laughs) they just sort of, like, stand up this skeleton and that's it? So that's, like, the entry-level skeleton ownership. Um, You know, you can just put it up in your front yard 
and like just enjoy the majesty of an enormous skeleton. Like you can stand in between its legs, depending on how tall you are, and it, you know your head might not even come up to its pelvis. So I mean that's like the first level of skeleton enjoyment. But then there are people who modify their skeletons. Like I spoke with people who made costumes for their skeletons, like sewed their own costumes so they could dress it up for Halloween. And then you get like the really pro level skeleton connoisseurship, which is people who know how to um, animate them and they give them mechanical jaws and they give them voiceover so the skeleton can say like welcome to the graveyard or whatever they wanted to say <laughs> the skeleton people have kind of become their own little secret society too because there's a group on facebook for 12 foot skeleton owners uh, and they all post things uh, you know they post pictures of their yard displays some of which are like really really elaborate and they also kind of help troubleshoot like there's one guy who came up with these kits so that you could put um you could plug your skeleton into electricity instead of using batteries are are all of these people crazy <laughs> <laughs> they, they sound they sound really intense. Well, they're just people who like, you know, some people are Christmas people, some people are like summer 4th of July pool party people, and some people are Halloween people. And like Halloween is their hobby and they spend the whole year coming up with what their decor scheme is going to be and, you know, plotting out like a home haunt for kids who go trick or treating in their neighborhood. And so, um it's just their thing. They just love Halloween. And I think, you know, people also seem inclined to really do it up this year, especially because this has been a really rough year. It's just been kind of great for the whole COVID year, just because I just felt like I wanted to do something kind of special. It felt like a lot of holidays we missed out on this year and different events. People didn't get to celebrate. So it's kind of like if we could do something in our front yard. Having a fun Halloween display that, you know, that maybe people can be socially distanced and still enjoy, like you can enjoy a 12-foot skeleton from far away, is the good thing about a skeleton being so big. On a holiday that you're usually distanced, just outside. A lot of kids have masks on. And this is like one thing that they can like kind of pour some joy into like right before the election and right before things get dark and cold. And at mm -hmm. least if they can feel comfortable just driving by in our car, at least we kind of have a show, you know, that we can give them for something special. So you published this story about the skeleton, about the fact that it was so popular, about the fact that all these people are going through crazy lengths to be able to get a hold of one of them. Um, and then at least from what I've seen, you've got a pretty... Uh, big response to this story. A lot of people have been highly entertained. Why do you think this this idea of these giant skeletons and people's obsession with them, why do you think that resonates with so many people right now? <laughs> I think a couple of things. First, it's kind of just the absurdity of it all. Like, why are we obsessed with an enormous skeleton? Like, what's wrong with us <laughs> that this is the thing that everyone has latched onto? But I mean, I think really what the skeleton has become is this sort of symbol of 2020 because, you know, it's a memento mori. It's like a really grim decoration, this 12-foot skeleton towering over your yard. And it's a grim year. But it's kind of a joyful thing at the same time because it's so absurd. Like, you stand underneath this skeleton and it's so tall and it's so silly that people just sort of love it. it. It kind of symbolizes like the best and the worst of 2020. The symbol of the unstoppable human spirit during a pandemic. 
somehow. I, you know, it's, it's just an absurd skeleton, too, and it, it makes people really happy. I feel like it's like something out of a movie that you would never see such a massive skeleton and then to be able to have one on your lawn. You should have just seen the look on her face, especially when we stood him up. It was almost like she was a little kid giggling, like, oh, my God, he's so huge. You know, like, <laughs> you know, my son's 16. and He's like, oh, my God, Mom, he's he's huge. And I'm like, I know. I hope you guys aren't too embarrassed. But as people were driving by and people were beeping and saying, yeah, that's it, you did it. You know, it's been a rough year for a lot of people. And to be able to have that little bit of joy and kind of escapism, being able to decorate for Halloween, even though it looks so much different this year, but it's just given people sort of that little glimmer of hope. That's it for today's episode of Post Reports. We hope you're having a happy Halloween. We'll be back on Monday with more stories from the Washington Post. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. 